0: okay so this week we're learning about going out of egypt jewish people are in egypt they have to get out of egypt each of us has our own egypt and the question is how do we get out of our own egypt how do how do you go out of your egypt there was a a man who got advice from the rebbe he didn't follow the advice and he got in trouble so he came. To, he didn't know how to like start the conversation with the rebbe because he made the, he he took the he didn't take the advice. He went the opposite. So he told the rebbe, know, there's a man every in every town. Everyone has a job. One guy he has to be the ganav, the thief of the town. Oh, yeah. So the thief of the town, he comes to the uh, rabbi's house in the middle of the night. And he goes in the chimney. And he comes out of the chimney. And to his misfortune, the rabbi himself." is sitting there studying Torah in the middle of the night and he sees him. He says, What are you doing here, Yankel? Yankel, why are you coming here in the middle of the night? He has to think fast, right? <laughs> he says, I came to ask you a question. <laughs> what kind of question do you have? My question is, how do I get out of here? <laughs> so So w- we learned this week about the staff that Moshe Rabbeinu had that the staff was miraculous. The staff transforms into a snake and when Moshe Rabbeinu was tested by the Pharaoh, if he has something to sell in the Pharaoh the was like, what do you got? So Moshe Rabbeinu took his staff and the staff he threw on the ground. The staff turned into a snake and all the other Egyptian sorcerers were like, big deal. Let me, let's, we could do the same thing and they take their staff and they throw it on the ground and then Moshe Rabbeinu's staff turns back into a st- st- uh, staff and then it swallows up all the other staffs. That's the story the Torah says. And with this staff, Moshe Rabbeinu is, is, leads us out of Egypt. He brings the ten plagues. And the question is, what's the meaning of this staff? What, what's so special about this staff? The stick of Moshe Rabbeinu. What was it about? You know, every time we read the Torah, the Zohar says, everything in the Torah is something personal Moshe exists in us, Aaron exists in us the staff exists in us what's the meaning of the staff? the snake, the staff, especially think about it a snake is a very low kind of thing there, is, there are all different kinds of animals which are predators but the snake is, 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 is worse the, the, the lion bears its teeth you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you but the venom of the snake is is it's inside. You don't even know about it. The snake, the snake, sneaks on you. It sneaks on you. It's a good. And not only that, but many snakes. What do they do? They circle around. They circle around the person. And a snake's nature is it moves around. It zigzags. It's not straight. When when we want to use a word to to describe something which is not holy, which is bad, which is negative, what do we use? What's an example you always use? A snake. Snake is ulti- Snake is, a, is the, the the first sin was caused by the snake. So how is it that we have this the staff of God? What does it turn into? It turns into a snake, and the snake turns into a staff of God. What does that mean? Let's first understand a little bit about the, about the history of this, this staff. This staff originally belonged to Adam. The staff was actually made from the tree of knowledge. The tree of knowledge in Gan Eden, that's where, according to some opinions, that's where the staff comes from. The staff was transferred generation to generation to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob gave it to Yosef. I think Lahavdil, you ever heard of the story of King Arthur? I think it got, 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 its, got its source from the Midrash. The Midrash says that Moshe's father in law had, had the staff in his uh, backyard, and no one could pull it out of the ground. And Moshe Rabbeinu was the, the first one. Well, the story, right? It, it, sounds, it sounds like uh, the, how King Arthur got, got their story, right. Lahavdil. Anyways, so the question is the, even more amazing, the staff itself spoke. It spoke. You couldn't look at the staff without getting frightened because it, it, it the holiness of Hashem was on the staff. It had on the staff engraved the seventy-two letter name of Hashem. So it, it and the staff spoke to Jewish people. The staff said, I was a staff of Moses. I was in Midian. I was the one that turned into a snake. And the question is what is this the staff mean for us? What does it have to do with us? It must have something to do with us because each of us has our own Egypt. We have to deal with our own pharaohs. And what is the idea of this staff and the snake and a snake and a staff? What what does that what does that have to do with us? The significance of this the snake? Yeah, and back. What what, what does that have to do with us? Because this is the way they got out of Egypt with this staff. Right. And we have our own Egypt. So how do how, what does this significance of this? So it says in the Torah that there is many things that were created right before Shabbat started. God created the world in six days, and there were several items that weren't created till the moment before Shabbat, after sundown. One of them was the staff of Moshe Rabbeinu. This staff was created then. What's the meaning of that? Why was it created then specifically? So the Maharal says that the staff is something that connects the opposite of holiness to holiness. There is the six days of the week, which represent, which is that which is not holy. Then there is Shabbat, that's a holy special day of the week. And this is created in the twilight of the Friday, right before Shabbat. It connects the spiritual and the physical. It puts them together. To connect two opposite things, you have to be, according to Kabbalah, to make two things which are opposites, to converge. That's has to be some stronger energy to be able to cause these two opposite things to suspend their borders to converge. So in order to connect Friday to Shabbat, must be that the staff had something in it that was beyond them both. What, what does that mean? Hashem's name has four letters. Yetzir Tov, Yetzir Hara. Yud and hay and Avav and hay," which is God's name, is an acronym. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't worry, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> god's name is an acronym for four things god created the evil inclination inside of us and the good one what does that mean why is hashem's name why is hashem's name connected to evil and good what does that mean the previous Rebbe, when he was in prison one of the interrogators took a gun and put it to his head and he told the previous Rebbe, this toy has a way to make people speak you want him to tell tell them where are the schools you made, where are the underground schools, where are you teaching the children Torah? He pull out the gun, and says, this toy can make people speak. So the previous Rebbe said, this toy can only make someone speak if they have many gods in one world. But someone who has one god in two worlds, this toy does not mean a thing, and the, the, the man or demon has never been born, not, will never be born, that can move me from my principles. So he said there's, what do you say? He says there's one god, and two worlds. So why do you emphasize both ideas, two worlds and one God? Two worlds make sense. You have a gun. A gun is a powerful thing, but it's only, a powerful, it's only the most powerful thing if there's only one world. You lose that world, you're out. But if you believe in two worlds, the gun isn't, isn't, isn't all-powerful. But why did the previous Jebba also say there's one God? Why do you have to emphasize there's one God? You might think, the previous was answering the following question, you might think, hey, I'm the KGB officer, you may have a synagogue, and you may be very honored by the Jewish people in the synagogue, and they may respect you, and you have your own court, you have your own kingdom, but now you're on our turf. Now you're stuck over here. So the previous Sabbath said... Hey, Lino, Lino, Lino. The previous Abba said that I have one God and two worlds. What's the meaning of one God and two worlds? Not only is he saying that this world doesn't mean everything because there is another world. He's also saying there aren't two different gods. There isn't the God of the good and there's the God of the bad. There's one God who made the good and one God who made the bad. That's why God's name is, Yud K Vav Ke, it's four letters, Yetzer Hatov He made both the evil and he made also the good. And why did he make it? We say before we eat, we say, Shahakom <laughs> Kol Everything is created by God, but why did my God make everything? The word hakol, the word everything, is an acronym for the words hara kisei latov. What we look at as bad is meant to be the chair for the good. we look at it as something bad and terrible and ich, why is it there? The purpose of the bad is to, meant to be to support the good. There could be good. So you appreciate the good when you have the bad? That's also true. That's, right. that's also true. Question in the end. <laughs> no, That's true what you're saying. When, you, when you, there is a concept of contrast that when you've been through some difficult experience you appreciate the good more but in Judaism it's not just that that's also in other cultures they talk about that but in, in Judaism a, the, the King Solomon adds something to this, to this thought King Solomon says there's an advantage to light from darkness like the advantage of wisdom from foolishness what does that mean? Of course light is better than darkness, of course wisdom is better than foolishness. What he was saying was, light that comes from darkness is a better light. Wisdom that comes from foolishness is more wisdom. What does that mean? If you have a question, you don't know the answer to something, that forces you to probe deeper to figure this stuff out. It's the question and the darkness that makes you, that makes you go deeper. Person sees it in their life, each of us has our own Egypt, our own mistakes we make, we have to realize that whenever something happens to us, Hashem is doing that too. It's, it's also, you feel like I have this good part of me, I have the part of me that I like, and the part of me that I don't like that part of me. But the truth is that Hashem made that part of you too, and the purpose of that part is is something good should grow out of that. Something more, better, a greater light should come out of that darkness. A greater wisdom should come out of that foolishness. You were foolish for a moment. Something. So you, you, I have a, a spiritual mentor who always says, something negative happened, you made a mistake? What good is going to come out of that? What are you going to gain from that? Something has to come out of that. God made everything. What's, what are you going to take from that? Where is it going to go? This is why when Moses first saw the burning bush, says Moses was astounded, Moses was frightened, and there was a snake there. What, what, what's the meaning of the burning bush? The burning bush was a, was a thorn bush. What's a thorn bush? A bird goes into a thorn bush, doesn't survive. You put your hand into a thorn bush, Comes out the full of scratches. You, you, the thorn bush represents, like the snake. Don't worry, don't worry. It's, it's all part of the plan. Oh, Mazalta. Okay. The thorn bush represents the opposite of holiness. And there's a fire on the thorn bush. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Vision, vision, vision. vision. Okay, go ahead. There is Moshe Rabbeinu sees a fire on the thorn bush. What does that mean? What's a fire mean? The fire means the holiness of God. The thorn bush is, is like the snake, it's the evil. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, how do these two things come together? How is there a fire and a thorn bush together? Moshe had a question about himself. Moshe says that he felt about himself, it wasn't true, but he felt about himself, he has evil inside. He said, how is it possible that I have both the fire of God and is also the thorn bush? Just like in the bush, there's a fire and the thorn bush, and myself also, I have a fire, I have a thorn bush, I have a good and an bad, how, how can it come together? So the real truth is that the whole reason why Hashem makes the force, the negative force in the world is just in order to bring out the greater light. That's why the Hebrew word for snake, shnachash, has the same letters as the word choshen. What's choshen? Choshen is the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol. He wore the breastplate. It's connected to the snake, also mashiach. Mashiach is also connected as well to the gematria of, of nachash. Mashiach is three fifty eight. Nachash is three fifty eight. What, what are you talking about? Mashiach, Nachash. No, but if you take the negative experience you had, and you think, what's what's the purpose of how did what why did this happen to me? You're able to transform that negative experience to be something that uh, is even greater than you didn't have that experience in the first place. The Talmud says a person cannot see with the white in their eyes; You can only see with the black in your eyes. It's only from darkness that a person is able to grow. Things are always you know, rosy and the way you want them to be, you can never really grow. You know Henry Ford, how did he discover the automobile? You know, how did he, how did he discover the, the, the man to cars? You know what happened? How did he discover the cars? He, he got, he, he, how did he get this idea? You know what he did? He said, everyone's asking how to get a faster horse. How to get a faster horse? Then no one's What, he asked a different question. He asked a whole different question. What about a car? It's a, it's a different question. You could ask about a faster horse. But unless you hit a brick wall, unless you slip on a banana peel, <laughs> you're never going to ask, what about, what about a, 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 a car? So the point of the, the, uh, Hashem sending us a challenge that knocks us down is only in order for us to, to be lifted up. And that's the meaning of the snake turning into the staff of Hashem. But on the other hand, when Moshe lets go of the staff, it turns into a snake. What does that mean? We have these two energies in our inside of us we have the godly soul we have the animal soul the godly soul is the staff if you let go of the staff then the snake sets in let go of the staff let go of your Torah let go of your prayer let go of the good things that you're used to that you know that keeps you where you're supposed to be then the, then, then comes the snake but even if you do even if you fall you have to know why did this happen if you let go in terms of it's Yerida the sort of every descent is the purpose of an ascent and there's no such thing as just a a a Descent for the purpose of going down in God's world, Hashem makes everything happen for the good, for a good reason. So even my personal mistake, I made it, my decision, it must be that it, it le- the snake leads to the staff of Hashem. What, what time is it? How, how much more time do we have? Oh, okay. So just to conclude, let's say that we should go out of our own limitations. I'll tell you, what, what, we should go out of our own limitations. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be satisfied living the way we were till now. It's a new, new month, a new energy, a new bracha, a new a new, a new uh, light of a new month, and the new month is called Shavat. What Shavat mean? Shavat to come staff of Hashem. So we're able this month to, uh, to get get a grip, go out of our own limitations. Hashem should send Mashiach Zekenu and take us out of all limitations and bring us to go to Chaim M'Chaim.